without God, I would not even be here. Because when I was walking out of the will of God, when I wasn't following God, I was in a completely different field. I was doing something that felt like work. I was toiling. I was tired. I was working hard. Now, because I'm working, I'm doing, it's a, like I said, it's, a, it's, a, it's an ease because I'm doing now what God has called me to do. And I'm under the, I have favor over me and grace. I'm Audacious Adri. I'm inching closer to my mid thirties and my knees couldn't agree more. I live in LA, my depression is cured, and I'm trying my hardest to find free parking. Let's navigate through our spiritual, physical, and mental health so we can live our best lives, yeah? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Audacious Adri Show. I'm your girl, Adri, and we have honest conversations about your mental, physical, and spiritual health so you can what? Live your best life ever. Now you can find me on all the social meets at Audacious Adri Show on Instagram and YouTube and at Audacious Adri on Twitter for the drama, for the mess, for the reality show, for all of the madness. So it's been another two weeks, y'all. Another crazy couple of weeks. Like it's, I, I, I always say it's always so much to recap because I feel like so much happens in two weeks. Um, let's just, let's just talk. So I moved, I moved into a new place um, a little bit farther from where I was before. I'm a little sad about it because I love the area that I was in. But I moved because life happens. Like the, the person that I lived with, she owned the house that I lived in. She had people renting rooms in her house. And she decided that she wanted to go a different direction with it. And I respect it. She had a boundary that she wanted to enforce. And although I had a lovely time in this house, I mean, it was like... 10 out of 10. I really, really loved where I lived. Um, I'm really excited because of where I live now. And one of the cool things about my living situation now is I know my roommate. Um, I've known her for some time now and she's really wonderful. She's a believer. She, um, is an artist. So she sings and she dances and she acts and she does everything. And it's really cool to see her. Like, I don't think of myself as a creative, I think of her more like I I feel I always say that I am a mental health person, a mental health advocate that creates content. Like I know it's changed over the years, but it's like deeper as I go into my mental health career, I'm like, no, I'm a mental health advocate. Like that's really what I do. And I'm a life coach, you know, and then one day I'll be a therapist. But like for the most part, I'm this person who just so happens to make content. So, but like she legitimately makes content. She records songs. She writes songs. She makes videos. Like she does all this really cool stuff. So it's really cool like to to see a a creative at work. And I one the other roommate that I have um, is also a creative and they're just incredible people and they beat to their own drum and they like to stay up late like me. And before I lived with women that were a little bit older than me and, you know, we liked to, our house was very quiet, you know, things started getting a little quiet around like eight o'clock, nine o'clock. And as much as I love to be in the bed, in the house, in a quiet house, like it's, it's, I feel like I'm more of myself because I like to play music loud and I like to sing. And so, you know, do my roommates and y'all guess what? I guess what? I guess what? I guess what? Oh my God. 
anybody. Y'all are the first to know I am a new proud mother of a kitten. <laughs> well, he's not a kitten. He's pretty much a full-grown cat. Yes, I have an, an orange cat. The best cats. Like, I literally have been known to say that I am racist against other cats. I only like orange cats. All the other cats can go. I love me some orange cats. And my cat is great. He was adopted. He's very skittish. He's very scary. He's still getting used to me. You know, we're like, I've definitely been feeding him lots of treats, bribing him, all of the above to show him how much I adore and appreciate him. And I will, I'm sure I'll post some photos online, but like even there's a photo that I took of him yesterday and he's just like sitting on my bed. Like he's such a boss. And as much as he's like skittish and shy, I'm like, honestly, like he's the owner and I'm the cat. Like, let's just be real here. Like I'm more of a cat than I am a human. So I totally get it. So I'm really excited about my cat. What else? Um, I am like, I'm like far, like I'm far from like my social life and like all my stuff. But this area is very special to me. I don't think I've ever told anybody this. I don't know if I've ever told anybody this and I'm like telling all my secrets now. But one day, and if you've heard this story, I'm sorry. Y'all know I don't be remembering what I say on here. It's very therapeutic. But I do remember one day... I went and went and got coffee at a coffee shop. I had asked the person who is now my roommate about, you know, local coffee shops. And she was like, go to this coffee shop. So I ended up going to this coffee shop, super close. And I ended up running into Ananda Lewis. I don't know if y'all know who that is because I know I have a lot of like Gen Z on here. But Ananda Lewis is a like a iconic MTV VJ is what you would call it now. VJ for the kids that don't know. A VJ is basically like a video DJ. Like they would be like what a radio DJ is. If y'all even know what the radio is. Or like an actual DJ. Not like so much a DJ is like it's like playing the songs at the club or the bar. More of like a, a DJ on a radio station that's like introducing songs and having um like, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, what is the word? It's y'all. It's the end of my day. It's been a long week. Um, what is it called? They're conducting interviews. So she, I would say she's more of a journalist than she is uh, a VJ, but like what, like whatever it's, it's interchangeable. I will put some respect on her name. She is very ethical and relatable or not relatable, ethical and reliable and always withheld a very great standard and I've even read stories about her like lots of celebrity like rappers and singers and actors like trying to you know mess with her sleep with her and she was always very professional like I've literally watched it's like a very iconic interview of her with like another celebrity and they were coming on strong and she was being very good at evading their advances towards her so I've just always looked up to her. I've always looked up to her as like a big sister, especially in the industry, like where, you know, I grew up on MTV and there were lots of videos of women and, you know, whatever. Like I'm no one to slut shame. I'm not one to shame someone about what they wore, but it was nice to like have a woman that was like, I mean, sometimes she's got a bomb body all and she looks, first of all, she's like in her forties and she's like, she looks like she did back 20 years ago like no joke I saw her up close looks exactly the same has a beautiful body always had a beautiful body like nothing's changed 
but she like was very respectful of like how she clothed like how she dressed and she carried herself in like such a classy way and so I ran into her and it was like a very like I'm all into like serendipity and like destiny and like all these things so this was probably like my first this might have been my first or second time at where I live now visiting and I ended up going to that coffee shop I meet her literally a part of my childhood I didn't interrupt her because I don't like to interrupt like people while they're eating um but she and she was with her family so I just I waved and she like waved back and it was like very special to me and it's just like full circle my life so I thought like oh I was like very that's a very interesting thing that happened and like however many months later I ended up moving into the house so I say all that to say like it this place is very special to me because of that moment that I had I did not plan on moving here or living here so I'm pretty excited about um this next season of my life I truly feel like I'm in a new season um particularly because particularly because um there's y'all I'm in my special recording place and there's just (laughs) there's lots of things happening you know live I'm this is live but um I just like a particular chapter of my life has closed and I feel like I'm in a new season. Like we are in a new season. It's springtime. It's about to be summer in a couple weeks. Um, I just feel like God closed it. First of all, God completely opened that door that allowed me to be able to be where I wanted to be and like do what I wanted to do in my old place, like completely opened the door for me to get what I need to get done. Like completely was a miracle for me to live in the home that I lived in before. It was like, I wish y'all could even just know how blessed I was to live where I lived and my roommates and the owner of the home that I lived in was incredible, was such a, like just such a 10 out of 10 experience. But now here we are, I get to live with a friend, somebody I know and in a, in a protected environment with, um, with another believer. And I'm just really grateful for the season that I'm in. And I got my grades back y'all. And I got a 4.0 GPA. Like I'm really excited for my first year of grad school completed with a 4.0 and I didn't even want to go to grad school. And here I am like, I love school. I'm having fun. Um, I'm meeting some amazing people and I'm just really blessed and really grateful. So that's pretty much the update. Um, like, did I do anything? I ended up going to, I've been like, I posted this, um, this meme, this meme, this meme the other day that was like, um, why have a budget when I choose vibes every time? And no joke, y'all, like I've 100% been choosing vibes and it's been interesting, like, totally interesting. Like last week, I, <laughs> I ended up going to dinner with my friend. We ended up meeting the ma- the manager of this restaurant, I ended up going to a speakeasy. Like it was crazy. Then I went out, this is last, okay, this is two weeks ago. I might've talked about it in here. I ended up going to dinner with a classmate, ended up meeting another restaurant manager, going to another speakeasy. Like I'm like, what, what is happening here? It's just like, there's always a fun adventure here. And I'm just grateful that in January, I decided that I was going to enjoy where I live and enjoy my life. And for the past five, you know, four and a half, five months, 
I have truly been enjoying my life and I just want to encourage anybody that's like in a season where they're like, I don't know what's happening. I'm a place where I don't want to be. I'm working a job that I don't want to work, but I know that God has planted me here. I'm, you know, I'm at a church that I'm not sure that I want to be at. I'm in this place. I'm making the decision. I'm doing this project that I don't know, you know, how I feel about it. I would say if you truly feel that God has you there, I would encourage you to lean in and enjoy it and see what God does for you. So let's get into today's show. Okay, no, I always say this, but I'm like so for real, for real, for real. Okay, I promise I'm not going to take up a lot of your time today. I just want to let y'all know that I've been doing lives. Um, You can follow me on Instagram and I'll tell you when, but last week I did it on Friday. This week I'm probably going to do it tomorrow. This is Thursday. This episode might be out by then, so you may miss it. But for the rest of the month of May, because May is Mental Health Awareness Month, I would love for y'all to tune in and take a look at you know what I'm talking about. Last week I talked about um, th- stigma, mental health stigma, and the Black Christian and uh, mental health stigma in the Black Christian Church. And I included um, as an um, as an addition, like people of color, like how mental health and therapy, mental health care specifically, is stigmatized in our communities. And I think it was a, a fun talk. I mean, I literally had 24 hours to prepare for it, but it was so much fun. I really feel like I did an adequate amount of research and I really um, came with the facts and I came with experience and I'm really proud of what I did. So check out, check that out on my Instagram. It's not, um, it's like, you know how there's like the real, like your pictures and your reels on the first page and you click that second thing and it's like live like there's like lives there's like um gosh what did instagram do before reels they were called something um just like like basically video so it's just like any kind of video i don't have it like pinned um but it's like on the second page if you want to see that i'm still figuring out what i'm going to talk about tomorrow i have a post up a poll up of um asking people what i should talk about and we'll see where the lord leads us but for today's episode, it's a little dark, so prepare yourself. Um, if you're looking to be cheered up, um, I think the first part was your encouragement and hopefully the Holy Spirit and the Lord and however, you know, as use me as a vessel to encourage you. But I just want to talk about something that kind of just happened. It's a little fresh. It's a little um, intense, but um, basically... Y'all know how I went to that leadership conference a couple weeks ago. Like, I I promise you, like, I don't know if I'll ever stop talking about this. It was very meaningful to me. I talked about it in, like, two or three episodes. talked about it all over my Instagram story. If you've been here before, you've heard about it. And if you haven't, I would suggest going back to, like, my last couple of episodes and just hear about how much I was impacted by this um, conference. And basically what happened was there was a group of doctoral students who applied for a grant to put on an event and they were denied the grant, but they decided that, you know what, we're so passionate about this project that we're going to do it anyways. We're going to, you, we're going to string together what little resources we have and we are going to make it happen. And I ended up going and it was like, honestly, very life-changing. I learned so much. Every single person was on point. It was amazing. And And I remember walking in and just being immediately greeted by, first of all, they had high schoolers there, you know, greeting and helping and serving, which I loved. And I wish I could have had the opportunity to do something like that at that age, you know, and, you know, we went to registration. Everybody was great. We sat down and we were greeted by just the the faculty, the students, just, I mean, a, just truly an environment, a warm environment. It was like extraordinary. And it was like my, it was very like 
off-putting for me because I had went out to um a silent disco like the night before and I was like up very late and I ended up waking up at like 7 a.m so I got like four hours of sleep and I was just like what is happening here but I you know I was like you know what I don't want to miss this I remember being like you know what like I could get I could sleep later I don't want to miss this opportunity so I'm incredibly glad that I went and I remember at this event meeting a gentleman he was like one of the first people that greeted maybe first or second people that greeted me um inside of um the event and he was so kind and he was just really friendly and I remember being like oh wow he's impressive and one of my um, one of the, 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 my coworkers, my friend who I arrived with said, wow, he's like a young Barack Obama. He's very classy. Like he's just very, he's just, there's something about him. And I was like, yeah, oh my gosh. And I remember being like, oh, he's kind of cute, you know, whatever. And, um, so he, you know, was that he was, he emceed the event. He organized the event. He ha- even had like a section that he led and it was just really impactful. And I just remember specific, like key people that were just very, um, you know, influential to making this event wonderful. So, you know, the event passes, I'm literally minding my business. I get an email from my school and they're like, we mourn the loss of this person. And, and I remember reading the email and I'm like, why does this name sound so familiar? I'm like, do I, do I know this? Is this, is this a classmate of mine? Because like, okay, I just started a new semester. So I'm like, is this like somebody in my class? Cause I'm like, why does this name sound familiar? Y'all, the person that I met in the event who emceed the event, who planned the event, this young Mr. Barack Obama passed away suddenly at the age of 40. And it really completely like broke. Like I was just like, I didn't even know what to say. I was like so confused. I was so surprised It was like, it was just a lot. Like when you, it was just a lot hearing something like that. Like we literally just saw him and I immediately went to his his social media and you know, there was lots and lots of condolences. Like I, this guy has like, this guy's like a big deal. He has like tens of thousands of followers, like people, like celebrities were like writing in his, um, his condolences to him and like there was just so many wonderful things that were said about him. And it just had me thinking, like I had a conversation with my coworker who we, you know, who I attended the event with and we just got to talking and we're like, you never know, you never know, like when it's your time and you never know. And she was just like, he, she was like, he had so much going for him. Like he is like, he almost like just started his, his journey, like this part of his journey. And we, he talked a little bit about himself and he's done a lot in other capacities. I mean, this man was a very successful person, but like, this was like a new chapter for him, a new thing that he wanted to accomplish. And one of the things that he said was he wanted to pursue being running for president of this organization that we belong to. And it's just like, like, even just saying that like breaks my heart because I think that he would have been wonderful And it would have been interesting to see him lead and to be a witness of his goal and his dream of doing that. And like now he's not able to do that. So when I look at it from, you know, a human perspective, you know, I look at it as like, hey, this is something that we're all going to do. We're all going to pass away. This is life. We have to like no one like we are not going to be on this physical earth forever. So it's just the part of life. That's how I look at it like as a academic like as a person who's studying why we do the things that we do human behavior brains you know psychology it's just a part of it that's the physical part or the mental part the the physical part is like our bodies age our the minute that we start 
living, we start aging essentially. Like, like our bodies start, they start shutting down like certain processes and systems start weakening at certain points of our life. And it's just the aging process is inevitable. You can get 57 facelifts and 28, you know, um, liposuctions and you can put all the Botox you know, in the world, just like that TLC song, you can fix your hair if it won't grow. You can fix your nose if you said so. Like you do everything in your power to look young and do voodoo like these celebrities be doing all this creepy d- demonic stuff to look younger and to be, you know, to appear with the, with the appearance of youth. But at the end of the day, it is inevitable. We will pass away. And from a, from a spiritual standpoint, you know, I believe that we have an opportunity as followers of Christ. And then when we accept salvation to live, you know, our, our physical bodies will pass away, but our, our, our spirit will be with Jesus and live forever. Cause the, the Bible says, um, to be absent from the body is to be present from, with the Lord. And I just, you know, when I think about it and the, the scope that we have on the scope of what this podcast is, you know, mental, physical, and spiritual help, that is how I look at death. And then as, as the, as a life coach that does purpose, resilience, and, and personal development coaching, I look at it as, did this person live there? Did they, did they truly achieve their purpose? And, you know, I didn't really know this guy. Um, so I can't really say, you know, he, he told us, like, I knew he was writing a dissertation and, and I, and he, I, they disclosed that he recently wrote an email that he wanted to go a different direction. So maybe God was calling him a different direction with, with, um, what he wanted to do. Also this, he said that his parents were, I don't know what his belief was, but he said that his, you know, he grew up in a home of faith. So I pray and I pray and hope that he knew the Lord, um, but maybe he, God was calling him to go another direction in, in his studies. Maybe God was pulling on his heartstrings to lean another way because maybe he was feeling that it, you know, that, that, that maybe it was his time or that there was urgency in, in his, in his life. And his, his professor even said that, like, she felt like an urgency in him to, to, like, he was excited to, to spearhead uh, this change in his, in his academic work. And you know, when we, when I think about purpose, you know, I don't know what his, what his purpose was, you know, maybe it was so that he would be president or that he would be the first to do something or the second or, or be, you know, I don't, I don't know, but you know, I, I want to ask this question to all of us, you know, um, let's talk about legacy. What, what is your legacy? I want to ask y'all this, like, this is a serious question. Like, what do you want to leave behind? What do you want to leave behind? There's a song by one of my favorite bands in the whole wide world, Magic. And it's like, how do you want to be remembered as a sinner or a saint, as a loser or a winner? Think about the steps you take. Like, please listen to that song. It really... Every time I hear it, it actually makes me cry because like that is so purpose has always been something important to me. It's always been a part of, of my life. And it, 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 I, I mean, I've gone to a lot of funerals. Like I went to a church with a lot of older people and I've, I mean, I've been to countless funerals and I've always thought like, wow, I wonder if that person like did everything they were supposed to do. Like, this is really hitting home. Like this is like real life. Like this is really touching me y'all. Like I always wonder did that person do what they were supposed to do in life like are and there's a scripture that says like 
you're gonna basically there's not a scripture but like there's a there is um there are scriptures that point to this but essentially like there's a book by John Bevere called something eternity oh my gosh I have to look it up because I don't want to tell you the wrong thing it's like so important that I tell you the name of this book we read it in our in our discipleship program at church driven by eternity by John Verbeer y'all if you want to really like dive into purpose and to your calling and doing what you're supposed to do read that book I mean that's all I can really say I'll I, I mean I'm doing it no justice but all I can really add to it is do if you believe in God and you believe in all of that and you go to heaven you have you so happily make it to heaven and God says okay I gave you a gift I gave you a purpose like did you do it like we are literally here we are like purpose coaching is not just something that's like cute and fun like oh do you know your purpose oh like oh my gosh like do you know your Enneagram do you know your Myers-Briggs like you you know what's your major in school I'm not talking about those things I'm talking about like the Lord has destined us on he literally brought us on this earth to do something for him and we are going to have to face him Even when we go to heaven, even if you've made it to heaven, scripture points to us having like making it to heaven by the skin of our teeth and being grateful for that. Just being grateful for that. And God is like, wait a minute now. Did you do what you're supposed to do? Like it is an urgent, just like how he felt the urgency to change the course of his dissertation because he felt something in his spirit to lean towards that way. We should feel the urgency to change the course of our path from not doing what God has purposed us to do to do what he has purposed us to do. There should be a fire under you to do what God literally made your parents meet each other for. Like your parents, whether they're dysfunctional or not, had to have met each other your grandparents had to have met each other out of out of all the sperms and all the tries that your your daddy's one sperm had to get into that one egg into your mama so that you could be born so that you could do what god has called you to do so i want so i this is for real and i know that god has called me to ask you these questions so for the sake of time i i want to ask you like what is it? I, I truly believe that your purpose is related to the positive impact that, that your that your life will have on people. And I truly believe that like your purpose is directly related, you know, to 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 the end of your life. I I believe that your your legacy reflects your purpose. And like what is legacy now? Okay, like let's look up legacy. Because I feel like we need to like define this stuff. We need to be on the same page. And I just, I, I want to, I want to go there, right? So my good sis, Miriam Webster is the only girl I trust. <laughs> a, like, a legacy is, oh my gosh, but like, let's just, there's two, like, I'm going to read both definitions, right? Okay. Legacy is something transferred by or received from an ancestor or predecessor, or predecessor from the past, right? Or 
It's related to, associated with, or carried over from an earlier time technology or business. Like, you're going to be somebody's ancestor and somebody's predecessor. What are you carrying over to that next generation? And I know some of us are 20, some of us are 18, some of us are 47, some of us are 39, and some of us are 62. Because I can see who listens to this podcast. Not specifically, like individually. I can see the numbers in general, right? I can see the, the analytics of the kinds of people that are listening. And I was like very surprised that I have as young as like 18, 17, 18, all the way up to like 60 something. Like I'm very blessed and appreciative that I have a wide range of listeners and every single person that listens I believe God has called you God has purposed you to listen to me even if if you know me or somebody recommended this podcast I truly believe that God has called me to tell you that it is time for you to be thinking of it and if you're if you've already thought about it and you know it and you're not doing it I want to push you I want to help you I want to walk across that finish line with you that marathon line and be like hey I, we, we did this together because I truly believe that we don't have a lot of time. What's that song? 525,600 minutes. The song from Rent, like that's how much, I think that's the, that's the, the minutes in a year, 24 hours in a day, seven days a week. Like, you know what I mean? Like we, we've just been, I've been hearing this like all over the office all week. Oh my gosh. How is it the, almost the end of May? I'm like, to me, it's Christmas. Like we're like for my job, we're planning the next school year. The school year just started. I mean, like the, the, the semester just started. We're already planning for not the next semester. Not like there's like summer sessions. There's like two summer sessions. We're not planning for the next summer session. We're planning for September. In my mind, it's like, it's, it's not May anymore. Like I'm like, we're in the second quarter of the year. Or we're in the last quarter of the year. Honestly, like I've gone beyond May, June. My summer is pretty much all planned. Like all the concerts I'm going to, all the things that I'm doing, I know what I'm doing. I'm basically planning for the for the Christmas, honestly. Like we're we're in 2024. Let's just be real. This is 2023, right? I it's like I don't e- I haven't even had time to like process that it's 2023. Like I woke up and it was 2023, right? So time goes by so fast even though like some of us that have struggled with depression and you know isolation or any kind of mental health sometimes like you live in a time warp and time doesn't even exist we went through a pandemic a three year two and a half three year pandemic where time did not exist literally like that entire time in lockdown I don't even remember it because it was so traumatic and time like time didn't exist so here we are and we're it's basically another it's we're halfway through the year and it's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. Like, what have you done? Like, I'm not talking about per, like being productive and like producing things. I'm talking about like, how are you being intentional about your time? And are you aligning yourself where you need to align yourself? Because I can tell you one thing right now, and I did not plan to go down this route, but I'm just going to be honest. Let's see where, how many minutes are we in? I mean, how many minutes of this? Okay, we're 20 minutes into this session. So I got a couple minutes. I, I'm, I'm, God is definitely like, he's driving the boat right now. Like for lack of better terms, God is steering right now, right? He's completely like leading this. And for the most part, like when I'm not being stubborn, when I'm not being disobedient, when I'm not being sinful, like this, which is like an hour a day, <laughs> basically like 
God is leading all these areas of my life. I'm more in my purpose than I have ever been. When I tell you, I literally like don't do much. Like I'm not producing more than I ever have. I'm probably producing less. I, re- you know what? It's just so funny because I was at choir rehearsal last, or like worship rehearsal last night. And one of our leaders was like, you know, everybody doesn't have the luxury of like just like doing whatever they want. And I'm like, um, I believe that I do. I believe that I have the luxury of doing whatever I want. Not like whatever I want. Like I'm not over here like eating poorly, you know, committing crimes, like, you know, diso- you know, disobeying God in like a very, you know, I'm not doing what I want to do, but I'm like, hey, I was saying this to my sister. I was saying, hey, like, yo, I be praying for stuff that I want and God be like, here. I actually, God is like, intent, God like actually is mindful of the things that we love. So I'm like, Hey God, if you, if you, if you want to honor this prayer, it's cool. I would like to live with a Christian person around my age that knows the Lord. That's also this. And like, God's like, absolutely my daughter. And I'm like, what? So I, I look at it like, you know, I'm not like doing whatever I want to do, but I, I, I know what they were saying. And this is no disrespect. I'm just saying like, because of because of what I'm learning in my journey like I am sacrificing a lot like you sacrifice things to have the life that you want to live there's a lot that I sacrifice right but I'm live because I'm following my purpose it's there's an ease of 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 the way that my life goes and I just had a conversation yesterday somebody was like I struggle with time management because when I'm doing the things that I love, like time doesn't even exist. Like it's like we time travel. We, we ascend time when we're doing our purpose and there's like an ease. She's like, I I don't even need to sleep or eat when I'm doing it because I'm so in my element. I don't need anything. That's what feeds me. And that's kind of how I feel. Like, I feel like I don't, I was toiling. I was toiling and, uh, and doing other stuff that was not ever meant for me. It's like relationships. Like sometimes like there's just like an, I understand that a relationship takes work, but there's sometimes like an ease. Like I have friendships. that's like, we don't have to try. Like, it's not like, oh, I like, I don't have to think about calling her. I don't not call her. I, it's just, we, we always talk. We always hang out. We hang out all the time. We talk all the time. Cause there's just like an ease. Like there's no, because it's purposeful. I, I, I hope that I'm making sense here. If, if please let me know if, if, if you resonate, you know, if you resonate, like send me a DM or like, like something or just write in the comments if you resonate with this. So I just feel like there's like an ease when you're, you're walking your purpose. I'm, I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm saying that there's an ease, right? So I, I want to finish up by just saying this. Um, I, I, you know, I think, you know, I totally believe that your, your legacy affects your purpose. Um, for example, like princess Diana, like her legacy was to serve around the world. Like she, I don't know if she knew her purpose, but she served around the world and that's the legacy that she left. And that was her purpose. Um, Elvis, who I love, like he was, he's the king of, of, um, of, he's the king of rock and roll and he impacted the world through music. And like, he knew that he, he knew it was like, I need to do music. Like music is something that I love. You know, he, he did other stuff, but he was like, music is something that I love. And that was his purpose. And his purpose, his, his legacy is, is music and, and what he did for, for rock and roll. Um, you know, and I think about, 
I think about the, the, the young gentleman that passed away and he, his legacy for me, like in my eyes, he showed me like, don't give up. Like if they would have never did this leadership conference, like they just would have been like, well, we didn't get the money. Screw it. Like, let's just go cry. I, like they didn't like they pushed through that sure he showed me to push through to have dreams and goals even if you don't achieve them like have dreams and goals like it's like it reminds me of like the thing that um that what's that album that 50 cent get um get rich or die trying like it, it get purpose or die trying yo that's the title of this episode get purpose or die trying like that's really it like that's what it means like he never became a doctor but he tried if he i'm sure if he could have not died he would have not right but he would like his legacy is like pursuing like he pursued it imagine if he was like i'll never make it i'll never do it but like he like yeah you may die but like you did it you you tried it he probably got far farther than anybody else in his family and he is somebody somebody will look up to him and say well he went for his dream so he may not own that piece of paper he may not have written that dissertation but he tried and that will give someone hope right it it really shows you that just trying will give somebody hope um you know i'm trying to read my notes here i'm trying to go fast i'm trying to go fast um so i like what do you want people to say about you at your funeral seriously think about it if you don't know your purpose start start with your funeral what do you want people to say about you do you want do you want people to say that oh she had she was the best excel spreadsheet maker oh my gosh her excel spreadsheets were so good she was so good at word documents oh man she was great or do you like no i'm not talking about what you produced i'm not talking about the papers you write i'm not talking about the songs that you write yeah the songs have like they have meaning to them but like it's, it's more like, and we think about Elvis, when we think about Princess Diana, we think about how they made us feel. So how, how are you, how, how is your legacy impacting people's lives? Um, I, I also want to say this, like some may never see the promised land, but, but take heart because you take heart that you passed pressing, pressing on pursuing, um, in God, pursuing what you were meant to do. And in God's eyes, you did it right. Um, there's this wild story I'll never forget. When I was about 12 or 13 years old, I my family went to a sister church in Buffalo to visit like another church that we love. And the pastor of this church was very close with our family. Like he was like, it, like uh, my dad grew up like with his kids and like they were just very close to us. And it was like friends and family day at this church. And our church was so tight knit that like everyone was related. So like my dad grew up with like the pastor's kids and like was friends with the cuz like the whole family and like so was my mom. And the pastor's family was also there who we were like who we've always known. And during the service, and I'm sorry this is a trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. During the service, a father, a brother, a husband of this family, not the pastor, but like the pastor's brother straight up just passes away during service. Like I literally saw someone have a heart attack and I had to have been like 11 or 12 years old. I probably should be in therapy for this and I will bring it up tomorrow with my therapist, but he passed away and it was like, like he literally, like I, I looked him in the eye. Like I saw it happen. I'm like, Ooh, this is very, I haven't talked about this 
ever. And he just passed away. And I remember like the ambulance came and like that would like church ended and like we were at a funeral and the cousin, like a cousin of a nephew of his spoke at his funeral. It was like very sudden y'all. It was like very, very sad. I like, I will never forget that day. Like really, really was such an intense day. And one of his nephews spoke and was like, was supposed to do like this very artistic thing. And he was like, you know what? I really feel like I need to say what I need to say. And he was like, I heard in the spirit world, because there are people that can hear the spirit world because the spirit world is like different from like the physical world. And he said, I heard the spirit world go like, say like he heard God, if you actually want to call God, say like, go get him. Like to the angels, like go get him. Like it's his time. And I was like shook. I will never forget this. And I truly believe that like where he was at that very moment and like, why did it have to be in that moment? God knew that that was the time for him to go. And it's like so interesting because I feel like, I mean, just like I've been like, I, I was very, I was very observant as a kid. And I remember like realizing that this person that spoke about, you know, his family member, I saw him get a little bit more serious, a lot more serious about his faith and his craft, specifically his purpose. And I think that 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 passing really affected him and it really like pushed him. And so you never know, like, why did it have to happen at that moment? I don't know. You're gonna have to take that up to God. I mean, why did this happen? Why does anything happen? But that, you know, that was just like a moment that I remember. And I just like, you never know. And I was going somewhere with this. I wrote it down, y'all. I generally don't write that many notes, but I, I definitely, oh, it was like, it, God was just like, hey, this was it. Like, God was like, he's done all he needed to do. He's done his job. So, you you know, that there's that. And lastly, I want to say, um, how, how do you, like, in that moment, like, I wonder if, like, he knew, like, obviously you don't know. Maybe you don't, I don't know. I wonder if he, like, had an inkling that that was going to be, like, the last day. Like, did he say, I love you to his wife? Did he kiss his children? Like, he was in the house of the Lord worshiping God. And I bet that's like, that's a really cool, like that, you know, that's a way, like that's a way to go. And I just want to ask you, like, what would it look like to live your life? Like it was your last day. Like, I know people say that I know YOLO is a thing, but like truly like, what would, what would life look like if you, if you looked at it, like, Hey, this might be my last day. Like, how would you, how would you like there's a saying in Christianity called being a good steward, being a good steward of, of your time, talent, of your treasure. It's being, it's basically like being be, like budgeting your time while budgeting your money well and budgeting your talents well. But like, how are we budgeting our purpose? Like, are you taking your time, talent, your treasures and your purpose? And how are you using it to help people and to serve the kingdom of God? So that's, I mean, that's honestly like all I want to say here. Um, if you, if you need help, like, like how can you get to these these places I would say first, um, find and develop a relationship with the creator. Cause that, that's the, the big proverb says that the fear of the Lord, which is like the reverence, like the awe of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So like starting there and that will get, bring you wisdom and knowledge. Um, also like listen to what he says about you. So like God says, like you're more than a conqueror. He says that you're, um, he says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, he says that you are, um, um, what does he say? He, <laughs> I know the scriptures is like not rolling off my tongue. Um, he says that you are, 
um, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. You are the light of the world. Like these are all the things that God says about us. He he just he he knows every every hair on our head. Um, he's chosen us for good and not for evil. He's he's given us a hope and a future. So like once you know who God says you are, that will completely help you because a lot of the times society will say like who well, how much money do you have that defines you? What your job is that defines you? Your education that defines you? Skin color, weight, hair color, your partner, what kind of car you drive, where do you live? Um, your social economic status, like those are the things that define you. But like that's not what define like what's between your legs, like that's not what defines you god is what defines you so if you're if you're wanting to like be a baddie and like be better and like show up as your truest authentic self follow god that is the truest and authentic thing that you can do for yourself because he knows you he literally chose you he chose you so that's that um be so yeah find out who god says you are be it be who god says you are and 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 lastly serve the world do what you're he'll tell you he will tell you he'll show you who you're supposed to be if you just stick to like what he says there will be purpose in that there will be per. and you know what because we just talked about this, so funny we just talked about this in church and i always talk about it here romans 8 28 all god all things work together for the good of those who love god and are called it according to your purpose if you're like me and you completely walked away from god didn't believe who god said you were made a lot of mistakes did the dumbest thing literally threw your middle finger up at god and got into bad relationships and had toxic friendships and truly didn't do did the opposite of what god said god could actually use that you're never not good enough to to be used by god like god uses the people it says the god that the lord chooses the why chooses the he what does he do he chooses the lowly to profound the wise so he chooses people that make no sense to 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 prove the prove the the wise the people that think they know it all wrong so people will say well how could Adri do xyz she did xyz god is like exactly the person who i need because i can't say i'm so smart i got a 4.0 by myself i'm the smartest girl in the world no i need god i pray before my test i pray i ask for prayer every day every week you know how many times i was up in that prayer zoom pray for me all got paper pray for me all got this Pray for me, all I got this. It's without God, I would not even be here. Because when I was walking out of the will of God, when I wasn't following God, I was in a completely different field. I was doing something that felt like work. I was toiling. I was tired. I was working hard. Now, because I'm working, I'm doing, it's a, like I said, it's a, it's, a, it's an ease. Because I'm doing now what God has called me to do. And I'm under the, I have favor over me and grace. And, and I'm not even doing anything. God is doing it all. God is, it's like a tandem bike. God literally is on the front of the tandem bike. And I am very much so on the back. It's like, that's the best way for me to picture it. It's, it's a tandem bike, my love. And I am on the back. I'm literally doing nothing. I don't even know why there's pedals. Because I just showed up and, and God did it all. So that that's truly what works for me. And, and, you know, this is the last thing I'll say. I went to a church in New York and it means a lot to me. It was what honestly helped me to discover my purpose. The, the, the model of the church, the slogan of the church was love God, love people and influence the world. And that has always stuck with me. And that is what we're here to do. If you don't know your purpose, if you love God, if you love people and you try and you do your best to influence the world, you will find your purpose. And that's on God. Okay, well, okay, that's what, 50 minutes? Oh, gosh, 45 minutes, not terrible. 
I do want to do this though. I I just want to pray for y'all because I know this is like a very special and important episode. I just want to pray for you if you don't know the Lord. I'm going to pray for people that don't know the Lord. I'm going to pray for people that don't know their purpose. And I also want to sneak in a prayer for those that know their purpose, but haven't really done anything and that need a little bit of urgency. So thank you so much, Lord, for this opportunity to be here and talk to your people. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking through me and in me. Because I didn't even know what I was going to talk about really today until until like an hour or two before. So I'm grateful, Lord, for just speaking through me and giving me the the boldness and the words to speak today. Lord, I just pray for everybody that is listening to this podcast right now. I'm praying for three groups of people. I'm going to pray for those that know their, first of all, I want to pray for those that know their purpose, but haven't done anything and like don't feel the urgency or the boldness to do it. Lord, I rebuke the spirit of fear off of them and I rebuke, um, laziness Lord. And, um, and oh my goodness, what is that word? Holy spirit, bring it, bring me that word. Um, 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 I, I, I rebuke the spirit of not moving, of, of like being idle, being lax, Lord. I just pray for an urgency to come to them, Lord. I pray for a boldness, Lord. I pray that they will feel inspired and I feel that they will uh, feel a release to do what you have called them to do, Lord. I pray that they will be intentional. I pray that they will make intentional moves and they will be good stewards of their time, their talents, and their treasures right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. I pray that you will make it clear to them what they are supposed to do. I pray that they will hear, that you will speak to them in the way that they will understand the most, Lord. Make it plain for them so that they will know their next move lord and if they don't know their next move i pray that they do the last thing that you told them to do with with boldness and with um joy lord i pray for the fruits of the fruits of the spirit over them lord that they will exemplify the fruits of the spirit as they wait for for the but they plant seeds of purpose as and and the fruits of the purpose grows lord i pray for those that don't know their purpose and i pray that that they first that they know you i pray that they know that the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom lord i pray for wisdom for them i pray for knowledge lord i pray that the that all the knowledge that in like the, the in the book of uh, proverbs is made clear to them lord i if you and i this is a side note if you are struggling with um your purpose i pray i just read proverbs i don't know i just feel like it's a really smart thing to do read proverbs and i feel like that will inspire you just re- get into your word and spend time with the lord um and i pray that those that don't know their purpose that they um that they will know. I pray that by, you know, by the time that they, by the, by the, by the like seven days after listening to this up to seven days after they listen to this podcast, that they will know their purpose in Jesus name. I'm just going to believe for them right now that it was going to happen quickly and that they will start making the moves to quickly, swiftly to do what you have called them to do. God, I pray that they will be good stewards of their time, talent and treasures. And I pray that you will continuously remind them of who you called them to be, who you see them as and in Jesus name. And lastly, I pray for those that do not know you. I pray that they will have an encounter with you, that they will know you, that they will um, make room for you, that they will remove anything out of their lives that is, is blocking um, your, it's like, it's like, people when we have people come over our house we have a dog and the dog will sometimes just like stand in front of the door and we're like we need like you need to move out the way 
Pull out the way so that people can come in. So, like, just like we move the dog out of the way, I pray that you move anything that's not allowing you to come through that door in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Any hindrance, any trauma, any um, any ill grievances, any unforgiveness, any shame, any grief, God. Anything that is getting in the way of the, any sin, anything that is getting in, any uh, lies of the enemy that's getting in the way, any other people that's around them, any bad, toxic relationships, abusive relationships, Lord, that's anything that's getting in the way of them knowing you in Jesus' name. And if you don't know the Lord, I just want you to know that Jesus, God, who's the creator of everything, um, can't, he created man and woman, but we sinned against him. And because we sinned against him, we always had to keep shedding blood, blood for blood, like blood in, blood out. We had to keep shedding blood to cover the sin because sin is, is equal, as is equal to death. So to cover up that death, we had to keep offering sacrifices and it just got out of hand. So Jesus sent his one and only son to die on the cross and be the lamb of God instead of them having to kill hundreds of millions of lambs and cows and goats for our blood so they so when when he died in our place we don't have to make any sacrifices anymore we don't have to sacrifice any animals he died a sin uh he got jesus walked the earth and never sinned he was a perfect human he was fully man and fully god there was no one else like him he was fully um the son of god but he was god also i know it's very it's a lot it's like a mythical like a mythical thing but definitely read your bible and read about this read the gospels matthew mark luke john and it will tell you everything that you need to know and so he sent him in our place and instead of us being banished to to hell and to die we should have died when we were born basically we should have been cut off at the at the root basically when we sinned he um when when jesus died all of our sin died with him so when we sin jesus doesn't see god doesn't see us he, because if he saw us, he would only see our sin because he's so holy, he can't even go near us. But he sees our brother, Jesus. Jesus is our adopted brother because we are, because God is our father and we are our family. But because we are adopted in, we have to read Romans. Okay. This is what got me back into going to church after not believing or going to church for like six years. This is in Romans 8. We were adopted into a family because of Jesus. And now when Jesus, of now when God sees us, he's not repulsed by us because we are covered. We have like Jesus's last name, which is not Christ by the way. But like, if say like we were adopted, we say our last name was like Jones. And then we are adopted into the Jackson family. We are now Jackson. And now we're recognized by God as a part of the family. So all of the bad things that we've done past, present, future, it's you know, we had to ask for forgiveness, but he covered everything and it's all, he forgot it. It's all forgotten. So I don't know if that makes sense. I do a terrible job of explaining what salvation is, but if you believe that Jesus died for your sins and that he is the son of God, then all you have to do is believe that and you are saved. And if you, when you die, not if, when you die, you will go be with Jesus forever. Your body will fade away, but you will have your spirit will live with God and Jesus in heaven forever where there is no pain there's no sorrow there's no taxes there's no paying bills there is no parallel parking there's no traffic mind that the streets are paved with gold and we get to commune with God forever so if you believe that I want you to repeat after me you say dear Jesus thank you so much for allowing me to be here today I recognize that I am a sinner in your eyes, but I want to be adopted into your family. 
I ask you to forgive my sin and I ask you to make me clean. I believe Jesus is your son and he died so that I can live. I accept your salvation and I thank you for all that you've done. I love you and I am saved. And that's it. Now, if you were to get hit by a bus, like right after this, you would go be with Jesus forever. And that might have been your purpose just to accept the Lord. So I want to encourage you, everybody, the ones that, you know, needed a bit of urgency, the ones that are new to this and the ones that are, that just received it. May God bless you. And I'm sorry, in in Jesus name, amen. I forgot to end the prayer in Jesus name, amen. But here we are as a family of people that are pursuing their purpose. We're not just here to pay bills and die. We are here to do what God has called us to do. I believe that God has called me to do this. And I'm grateful for everything, for the pain, for for the running away, because God used it to, to make my story a little bit more juicy, right? God will use all of your life, every mistake, everything that you've done, everything that you that the devil meant for evil for good and he'll he'll use it to bless you so i thank you so much for listening to the audacious adri show please share this on your social medias share this with your friends with your family i think it's important that everybody around us knows our purpose like why would you want to know your purpose but your your friends and your family don't know it what's the point in that let's all do what we're supposed to do on this earth and be like the young man who did probably didn't know that that was going to be his last day, but he left a lasting legacy. And it's so funny because what he taught us in that, um, in that leadership conference I actually used yesterday and it was very, very successful. It was probably one of the most successful tries at something that I've done in that capacity before. I don't want to get into it, but the, the technique that he taught us, I used it and I'm very pleased with what happened and that that's legacy right there and that's purpose so i just want to encourage you you know that my my dms are open you can always email me at adri at audacious show.com and if you need some assistance with purpose and resilience if you, you know you're trying to get to your purpose but you're struggling you something always knocks you down or you get discouraged i'm here to help you that help you with that and if you're trying to get to your purpose but you struggle um with certain things or you don't have the mindset that you need i also will help with personal development you know if you need to write your resume or you need to do some some mock interviewing whatever you need to do if it's something that fits with the service that i offer i i would love to help you or i can refer you to someone that i know um out of my network of amazing humans um so i just appreciate you listening and please hit me up there's a link in my bio um in my instagram page this book book now and there's a link in my bio i'll I'll add one i actually don't think there's one there now and i'll also add it to the show notes but i thank you so much for listening to the audacious adri show and i'll talk to you soon